0: welcome to the inner life where it is monday pun day did you know that back in the times of the crusades there lived a crusader who was both mute and renowned for his virtue yes they even wrote a song about him you may know it silent night holy night helping you grow deeper on your spiritual journey Welcome to The Inner Life with Patrick Conley. Welcome to The Inner Life, the show that is all about spiritual direction. We are here to provide you some encouragement and inspiration for your walk with Jesus today. I'm your host, Patrick Conley. Well, reminiscing on these days leading up to Christmas, I am reminded of something of a tradition that I had as a boy. On the dark December nights in Wisconsin, after dinner, I would sometimes go into our living room, set myself down in a chair, and bask in the glow of the decorated Christmas tree. Now, contrary to what you may be thinking, it wasn't to peruse the, the many presents underneath the tree so much as to immerse myself in the spirit of the season. And even in my young days, I sat there reflecting on the great gift of Jesus given to the world, which we celebrate especially, of course, at this time of year. And as I think about those nights long ago, I remember there was one feature of my little tradition, which was of staple importance. As I sat there, I sat there in silence. Silence has long been heralded by the saints as contributing greatly to the spiritual life but I'm guessing that is even more elusive now than it was for our spiritual ancestors centuries ago. Indeed, silence today often seems to be a quality we must seek out intentionally as noise from our smartphones and devices, the television, and yes, even the radio press in upon us in so many ways. So why is silence so important to the spiritual life? Today on the program, we are extolling the virtues of silence. We will look at the many benefits it carries for our meditation and contemplation, for deepening our relationship with our coming King, and we will consider some practical ways of making time for silence in your day-to-day life. Joining us for our discussion on Embracing Silence is our spiritual director today, Sister Agnus Dei. Sister is a sister of life, currently studying at the John Paul II Institute at the Catholic University of America, where she is pursuing a master's in bioethics. Sister, great to have you with us again. Welcome back to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Patrick. It's a joy to be with you.
0: Yeah. Do you have a little time here around the Christmas season to uh, to, uh, relax from your studies a bit?
1: I do. I'm so grateful for it, too. Here in this third week of Advent, uh, arriving into Christmas, I now have nothing to do but pray and fold my wings and and tuck into this great feast um, and mystery we're about to step into of Christ's birth.
0: Fantastic. Well, that's very good. Well. Silence is uh, what our topic is today, sister. And I'm, I'm guessing. Well, I'm, I'll just ask you. As a student, <laughs> I remember sometimes I had to be especially intentional about seeking out silence because uh, I, you know, I, being an extrovert and very people oriented and that sort of thing, I was <laughs> always like, okay, if there's something going on, I'm, I'm constantly distracted. So I needed solitude and I needed silence. Are, are you similar?
1: You know, I, I love. I love a good conversation. Amen. Yeah. But I, I am finding studies um, has been a beautiful step into kind of, it's an old monastic tradition, you know, prayer and study, prayer and study. Mm-hmm. And um, I think finding a balance of engaging uh, with other students, which is a great gift also of of the student life, um, those friendships and uh, relationships, cheering each other on, um, helping each other uh, as we, we grow in the intellectual life. Um, but also... Tucking deeply into study. And I think actually, silence has been an important component, as I think it is in, in any walk of life or, or whatever we might be up to, um, towards um, opening my heart to the deeper encounter with Christ um, in and through my studies and uh, that, that encounter with truth, because uh, he's, he's always trying to speak to us, um, whether we're at work, whether we're at the desk studying, whether we're in prayer. And silence is, I think, that that key ingredient, that secret towards um, opening up a space towards that deeper encounter. So, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, it's a gift, ultimately, but it can be hard to uh, step into sometimes.
0: Well, this may be an obvious question, Sister, but why? Why is it so—it is a gift, but why is it so important to, as you said, stepping into that deeper relationship with the Lord?
1: Yeah, amen. Well, I think— if you think about your life and you think about relationships, um, think about the context, uh, that held some of the the deeper and more important conversations of your life. Right. So, um, if you're talking to your spouse and you're trying to have a a serious conversation about what your future looks like or what decisions you're going to make, um, you're going to step into a context. That's probably more quiet. You're not going to go to a bar with a live band, right? (laughs) You're going to, um, you know, tuck in, um, maybe go to a quiet place where you can quiet your hearts and listen. And I think silence is just that because God doesn't want to have just a casual conversation. Uh, he wants to share his whole life with us and he wants us to share our whole life with him. And ultimately the, the beginning, the middle and the end is, is union. Like that's why God made us. That was his plan from the very beginning. Uh, he wants to be, to be one. Um, and so He's not going for just um, a casual conversation. He wants to meet us in the depths of our hearts. And so Mm. that's why I think silence is so important because it allows for us to go there. Uh, Mm. I think noise can be an incredible distraction or it can kind of isolate us, uh, pull us away from the deep center, the deep heart that actually is, is part of every single human person. Um, our hearts are thirsting. Our hearts, as St. Augustine would say, our, our hearts are restless until they rest in you, God. And so, uh, silence is key in the sense that it in, enables us to, to, to be there, uh, to recline, to repose in that deeper part of our hearts so we can have the conversations that, that God wants to have. And ultimately we want to have, um, because we're not, uh, we're not happy without a, a bunch of love in our life, uh. Uh, So that's, uh, I think it's
0: key. Yeah, I like that, too, that we're not happy without a bunch of of love in our life. And also (laughs) what you said about it being uh, from St. Augustine, that uh, our hearts are restless until they rest in you, Lord. Mm -hmm. And that being the case, that, too, that's an interesting analogy that hadn't occurred to me that, yes, of course, when I'm when I'm needing some rest, some good, solid, even sleep, you know, if I'm laying down for a nap. It's going to be quite distracting if there's, uh, you know, somebody in the next room who's blaring the radio or something like that. Yeah. So even exactly. silence contributes to rest as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, Patrick.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yep. We're talking about silence today here on the program with our spiritual director, Sister Anya Day, from the Sisters of Life. If you have some times where it's difficult for you to embrace silence, maybe you're looking for some new strategies about how you might do that in your own walk with the Lord, give us a call on our toll-free studio line, 888 9149 That's sponsored by the Catholic Order of Foresters. Again, it's eight 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 nine one four nine one four nine. Maybe you are drawn to silence. Maybe it is something that you find regularly in your life and you have some tips to share. Again, our number is 888-914-9149, our email address, innerlife at relevantradio.com. Sister, what are some of the things, if it's not too personal, what are some of the things that you do to incorporate silence into your day?
1: You know, amen. That's a great question. Um, so it's part of our, our way of life as sisters, which is a real gift. Um, But even I would say, like, as I'm walking to class, you know, I'm walking through kind of a a busy area. um, um, I ask myself, where am I living? You know, and I can tuck in. I can ask for that grace. Lord, bring me into the heart of my heart. Um, Let me walk this with you. Because even if there's a lot of noise externally, we can still tuck inside into an interior silence. And and actually, it's our responsibility to kind of store that place. No one can do that for us. Mm -hmm. So... Um, even when there's a lot of noise externally, um, asking for that grace for the Holy Spirit to bring us into the heart of our hearts into that quiet. I know sometimes it's a very bold prayer and I always kind of like I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta get my my courage <laughs> my courage going on but asking for the grace um, prior to maybe uh, entering into a time of, of prayer or meditation um, or even, even as I'm like entering into studies, asking for the grace to be interiorly silenced. I know that sounds crazy, but to be for the grace to be interiorly silenced so that I can welcome the voice of the Lord who is always speaking to us. I love this. If you check into to St. Augustine's doctrine of grace, it's like God is always speaking. He's always knocking at the door. He's always uh, seeking to draw us to himself. And so, the way that we can uh, best hear and heed um, that word of love that God is unfolding is through this, ultimately, this space, this this context of silence. So I find I need to ask for the grace because temptations are front, left, right, and center. As far as there's a lot of um, distractions, right? Yeah, um, I think
2: yeah.
1: auditory silence, but also visual silence. Like our our mm-hmm. phones are in our back pockets or are are very close, right? Very accessible, but even a visual silence, um, because there's so many things that can stimulate us and again draw us away from from where we want to be in that uh, towards that encounter with God.
0: Yeah, that visual silence is a pretty important piece, and fortunately, mm-hmm. thanks be to God, He's equipped us with these wonderful little appendages called eyelids, which. <laughs> can be very helpful in maintaining that. Let's let's dive in more. It doesn't sound crazy at all, sister. In fact, I'm intrigued. I want to hear more about it. This interior silence. This is something that yes. we need to ask the Lord for. That we need to cultivate in our own lives. Any further tips on really growing in that that position of interior silence?
1: Amen. Um, well, first, here we go. I'm going to tell you a story because I think. Yeah, it's a fun it's fun challenge and this can be a nice maybe a challenge for this last week of advent as you're preparing for the baby jesus and you want to make room in your heart um there was um a seminarian a dutch seminarian named named hans schnell and um a, a priest once told us a story and it has since captivated the sisters hearts because uh we've seen how powerful it is as we've encouraged others towards it so basically this seminarian he saw how how people needed silence and how important it was. And so he, he went out and he had a button made a bright yellow button and on it, and he was Dutch. Um, so it said 10 minuten," uh, which means 10 minutes. Yeah. And he would, he put it on his jacket and wherever he went, um, he would always make sure it was visible. And so people naturally would ask him, what does that mean? 10 minutes? Like what's, what's, what's the deal on that? And he said, you know, how much is 10 minutes, right? He would answer, answer back with a question. And he would say, listen, it's only one one thousandth of a week. And I, and I challenge you to take 10 minutes each week for silence. And he would give him his card and he said, let me know how it's, how it goes. And so what, what started happening was crazy. People were getting in touch with him and saying, listen, I did the 10 minute thing and my life is changing. Like, I actually think God exists. Or I had a huge breakthrough in, in a relationship that was really struggling or, Hey, I think I'm, I'm hearing God's invitation to this vocation or to this career change. And so basically 10 minutes a week, just giving 10 minutes a week. And the only rule was that you can't talk. Like you just have to go and be quiet. Um, people started to, I mean, major encounters with God in just 10 minutes. So, um, Just to say, like, it's the little things, because I think silence can be um, intimidating, right? Because it it draws us into encounter, which means it draws us into our stuff and it draws us into our heart. And sometimes stuff in our hearts can be scary, right? Um, places that need resolution, places that need healing, um, relationships that are struggling and that we can't find our way through, Um And yet, um, as we ask for God's grace, because we do, I I find silence is something that needs to be practiced and cultivated and that the Sisters of Life were contemplative active. But I have to ask for that grace every time I go to prayer, like Jesus, like quiet my heart. Jesus, like I ask for the grace to be interiorly silenced. Like, I don't want to listen to myself. I want to listen to you. Um, But I have to ask for that grace Um, because interiorly, I want to cultivate like a harbor, a harbor, like Um, a place of repose. And I need God's help to do that. Um, And as stuff comes up, uh, which can be scary, the good news is God is right there. He's right there. And it's like, Jesus, what do you want to do with that? Um, So we know that whatever comes up, we don't have to be, uh, we don't have to be afraid. Do not be afraid, says the Lord. And that's a command. Um, Do not be afraid. uh, Because that's precisely, actually the fruit often of silence is that we're able to, to be a, become more aware of those things that God wants to bring his love into. Um, so, so yeah, it's a challenge. So 10 minutes, uh, it's a challenge. But to even to start there, I think people uh, would notice their whole life changes and they'll never go back uh, yeah. because they're getting into the deeper stuff, uh, mm-hmm. the deeper places where we want to live. We're made to live there. Every human person is called to an intimate relationship with God. It's not just for nuns and priests every person Uh, and god is like crazy in love with every person he made you he chose you from all eternity uh down to the last freckle on your face and uh he wants you and he wants to be with you uh so silence is a place uh that we can remember that uh come to our deepest senses
0: Mm-hmm. And it brings up, I think, one of the dangers or one of the one of the tendencies that I think is fostered here in our modern-day society, which is, and we might not even be aware of it, but the distractions, the many distractions, we're aware of those that exist around mm-hmm. us and even of our own creation, right? It can mm-hmm. actually be a way of avoiding some of those deep places in our heart that the Lord really wants to do some work, is what I'm hearing you Ab- say.
1: Absolutely, yes. I, I know when the Lord wants to have a deep conversation, I'm like, <laughs> what else do I need to do before I go to chapel? (laughs) Right. Um, and yet, and yet it's like, we don't want to run. That's, I get tired. Um, I know others share with me, they get tired. Uh, they don't, we don't want to run and we don't have to, uh, when we have Jesus Christ in our life, we can face anything. Um, he, he's a fortress. He is, uh, he is, you know, we're going to learn here at Christmas. He's God hero. He's Prince of peace. Um, he's wonder counselor, like he's got it. Uh, and so we don't have to be afraid. Uh, uh although yeah, it takes, it takes courage. We got to kind of throw our stick in the sand and say, I'm, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take 10 minutes of silence. And I'm going to sit here. And, um, even if it's hard, I'm going to struggle through, uh, and gently guide myself back when I get distracted. And it's, it's like a training ground. I think there's a, there's a element that's a real training of our wills and our minds and our hearts. Um, but it gets easier. And, and once that place is cultivated, uh, oh my goodness, it's like we're talking to the king of the universe about our life, and and he has, he has the power and the grace and the love that can transform our lives, uh, which is what we want at the end of the day.
0: Wow. Let's take a phone call, sister. Here we've got Patrick calling in from Monterey, California. Patrick, good morning. Thanks for calling the Inner Life.
3: Good morning. Thanks. Uh, my question is, I do I do that, you know. I say the rosary and all these things, mass. But in the ten minutes that you're talking about, I will tend to go into prayer. So, I, do you just be silent? i not. I need more um, clarification on that.
1: Amen, uh, Patrick. I think if I'm understanding your question, it sounds like you're you're given that time uh, to the Lord. You're opening yourself up, and and you tend to actually enter into like just silent rest in God or
3: uh, prayer. Is that, am I hearing you right? Yeah, I, I, it's hard to be just silent. I tend to go, I don't know whether to just listen and then, you know, let the thoughts go and then listen. And I tend to just go into like, you know, thank you, Jesus, praise you, Jesus, or a prayer, or Hail Mary. Or Amen. Pray for people.
1: Amen. That's beautiful. Well, and here it is, I think. Um, I mean, that sounds, that sounds a, like a beautiful uh, conversation with God. And I think there's many uh, ways to speak to the one that we love. And sometimes it is in dialogue. Like let's think of, a, of an old couple who's been married. Um, they can talk to each other about life. Um, and that can be rich and beautiful. And in the same way, we can encounter God and, and unpack his word and digest that with him or pray for others. And that's, that's an incredible charity. And intercessory prayer and, and prayer in general, I think, is, is the greatest power of, on the face of this earth, how we can really love each other and love each other towards the Lord. Um, and then at times, too, um, there may be, and not to be afraid of, um, wordless. Uh, prayer, like I love thinking about an older couple sitting on a bench, um, and there are no words, and yet there's a deep exchange of love, of just being with uh, another, and um, a, a good place maybe to to read is the Catechism, has an incredible section on prayer that actually talks about all of these different ways we can enter into conversation with God. And, um, contemplative prayer is probably that, um, that's, there's a, there's a deep silence to it. And, and again, all prayer is good. It's all about uh, where the Holy Spirit is leading you. So it, it sounds like he's blessing you very much. And if, if the Holy Spirit kind of tugging on your t-shirt saying like, Hey, I, I want you to step into the, to the realm of silence a little bit deeper. Um, the catechism could be a great guide in that they have a, a really beautiful, powerful, uh, kind of exposition on, on contemplative prayer
0: great advice from our spiritual director today sister on you stay patrick thank you for the phone call hope that's helpful to to you we are talking about embracing silence and as patrick was just saying even silence in the midst of our prayer times how do we move more deeply in that contemplative realm if you have some tips to give, or if you have some questions about maybe something that you're facing right now and how to get deeper into silence, give us a call at 888 914 9149. Again, 888 914 9149, or send us an email, innerlife at relevantradio.com. We got lots more of the conversation coming up here on The Inner Life right after the short break. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thanks to our sponsor, the University of Dallas, the Catholic University for Independent Thinkers, UD's rigorous liberal arts education forms the mind and nourishes the soul to produce graduates who renew our culture. Find out more and access a free guide on choosing a college at relevantradio.com/slash UDallas. All is bright. Welcome back to The Inner Life here on Relevant Radio on RelevantRadio.com and the Relevant Radio app. One way that you can get ready for Christmas, of course, is entering into this wonderful uh, wonderful story woven to us by Charles Dickens, A Christmas Carol. And I think you know if you don't, then check it out. The Merry Beggars from right here at Relevant Radio have offered an audio Advent calendar that's leading us up to Christmas Day with snippets going right through the story of A Christmas Carol. It can come right to your inbox. Check it out at adventwithscrooge.com. Again, that's adventwithscrooge.com. And hey, I'll share with you a little insider tip if you go to the Relevant Radio app, you can catch up on all the past episodes and even maybe even get a little bit ahead of things there. So check it out on the Relevant Radio app. Again, adventwithscrooge.com or a Christmas Carol podcast on the Relevant Radio app. We're talking with our spiritual director, Sister Anius Day today. She is a student at the St. John Paul II Institute of the Catholic University of America, where she's pursuing a master's in bioethics, and she's our spiritual director. As we're talking about embracing silence and what does that mean for our spiritual lives. And just uh, since we had Dean Martin ushering us back into the program here, singing Silent Night there, sister, um, I'm struck yeah. by some words from our Holy Father, Pope Francis, who said that he is struck by a verse from the Book of Wisdom that was read with Christmas in mind, which says, while gentle silence enveloped all things, your all-powerful word leaped from heaven. And Pope Francis goes on to say, in the moment of greatest silence, God manifested himself. It is important to think about silence in this age when it does not seem to have much value. Do you think there's a little bit more of an emphasis on silence, especially around this time of year, uh, around the Christmas uh, kind of spirit? Is it, is it inherent within us maybe a little bit more than it is at other times?
1: Amen. Listen, Advent, absolutely. Um, I know as uh, the Sisters of Life feel it deeply. And even your opening story, uh, Patrick, about like, kind Mm -hmm. of approaching the Christmas tree in a quiet moment. um, It's so funny, because as I was praying in anticipation of of joining everyone here today, that's exactly where I was brought to, actually, is uh, my memories as a child, um, kind of going down um, before anyone else is up and, you know, the lights of the tree are on and it's, you're right. It wasn't about the gifts underneath as much as it was about this light piercing the darkness. And uh, I think Advent is a, is a prime season. And I would say even, regardless of what your Advent has looked uh, like to this day, um, you've got a beautiful week ahead of you and there are huge graces in this season and particular graces uh, towards Yes, preparing, preparing room for the baby Jesus uh, in our hearts. Um, and in, in and towards that preparation, uh, this, this practice of silence, um, this spirit of silence, uh, this, in a sense, this whole ambiance of, of like, yeah, that, that light piercing the darkness. Um, and I, I, love, I love this quote from Pope Francis. Um, this is where the Lord wants to lead us. This is where the graces um, are being poured forth, uh, forth from the heart of the church uh, to each and every single one of her members. Uh, this light wants to come and pierce the darkness of your heart. And will we welcome him? Uh, will we prepare uh, prepare a room for him in the heart of our hearts? And so I think the whole, the whole church, the, the graces of this time, are conspiring with you and for you uh, for this grace. <laughs> So Conspiring. I think that's good like news that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, a good, it's the best conspiracy out there is,
0: absolutely'
1: is, is God's outrageous love um, so yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's it is a time, a particular time to claim uh, these graces uh, for our hearts yeah. and
0: our lives yeah, yeah, it's very good. And you know, I, okay, so since we're in this lead up this last week before Christmas, so we're a week away from Christmas celebrations, and of course, you know, Christmas music permeates the the airwaves uh, yes. frequently this time of year and uh it will uh it may come to a quick close after December 25th goes on but of course we know as as christians as catholics we continue celebrating the christmas season up till at least till the baptism yes. of the lord right and anyway yes. but there is a sense of, of music, of joy, of celebration, of praise. Even in that very first Christmas, you know, the shepherds and the whole host of the heavenly angels, you know, are singing praise to God, glory to God in the highest and all this. But you mentioned, sister, before the break, you mentioned silence as a sort of training ground. And it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering here, I'm wondering aloud, I guess, is that. Does our praise that comes to us at Christmas actually in some ways depend on us training ourselves up well in the silence of advent?
1: Yes, amen. I do. I think I think they are good friends and mutually supportive. Absolutely. In a sense, the deeper you go, I think the higher you'll fly in praise. Mm. Uh and we're made for that. The whole orientation of of our lives. We're made for the the worship and the praise of God. We are made for union with him. Um, that And that's again, it's like, really? It's like, yes, yes, really. And so silence, and again, this is a grace to pray for. Um, this is something uh, I would say to even the smallest, humblest little attempt will bear incredible fruit. Um, mm-hmm. I would say in this next week, Um, what are some practical things that you can do? Um, yeah. Um, maybe a visual rest from your phone, you know, even if it's for 30 minutes, even if you can step away or not look at it for 30 minutes, it's going to make space for the baby Jesus. Um, Mm. yes. Turning off the radio, maybe making your commute to work. um, Not right now though. (laughs) Not right now. Stay stay,
2: stay
1: with us. (laughs) Amen. Um, yeah, this is, this is where you want to key in, uh, so you can fly high later um, That's right. in a sense. Yeah. To, to take auditory rest um, to maybe get up five minutes earlier, even five minutes, uh, you know, sitting in your favorite armchair um, or there's a really beautiful crescent moon right now um, to go out before you go to bed, just go out, go outside in, in the, the quiet um, and look up to the stars look up and and look at the moon um things that actually will help us to 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 draw us into the mystery of yeah something it coming something is coming that is that is greater and bigger and awesome and and our smallness before that is actually a wonderful thing Uh, and i think that we we experience that when we're um at the foot of the stars or um right at mass um when we're preparing our hearts to receive him in the eucharist so, um, yeah, fasting, fasting from, from the stimulation, um, maybe asking family to, to put their, their phones in a, in a cookie jar before they come to table again, little things. And the Holy Spirit will inspire you. If you ask him like, Holy Spirit, where do I start? Where do I start? My life is in a noisy mess. Like, where do I start? Um, just one little step, uh, can break open, uh, uh, yeah, the, the glory that uh, that you speak of, um, and open our hearts to entering into that more deeply and and more freely.
0: It's been my experience too, sister, that as you're talking about that, even just getting started, like you said, five minutes, that. It actually does. uh, It's, it's awkward at first, in my experience, you know, it is. And I think we just need to acknowledge that, that it's, it's not something that we're typically used to. If we leave the phone in the car, maybe we sneak into an adoration chapel or something like that. It can feel awkward. Mm -hmm. But um, I found that at least as, as I've, as I've tried it out and as I've grown in it, it actually becomes more and more. Uh, soothing. It becomes more and more peaceful. It becomes something that actually I come to long for and come to desire. Mm -hmm. Would Mm -hmm. you say that that's typically the case?
1: Absolutely. If you talk to any sister, anyone who's trying to enter into uh, the interior life, uh, a life of prayer, um, deep relationship with God, this is going to be part of your journey. Uh, So it's nothing to get ashamed about. Uh, This is I'm, I, I, duke it out every day. Um, and as you are trying to enter into that silence, praying for the grace, like Lord quiet my heart, all the asking the Holy, all the angels, Hey, cover me with a little cloak uh, of protection and, and asking the saints draw my heart, uh, towards an interior focus on, on God. because um, the good news is we're made for it, but we need help. And so praying and asking for the grace, um, I, I, I always asking, ask, ask, ask like a good child. This is our, our whole disposition of um, a filial relationship with God. He wants us to ask and uh, so to, to, to ask and mm-hmm. to ask with confidence. And, and it's amazing. He will answer and he will bless. So I think asking is so important. Um, you know, finding time, um, even if it's just 10 minutes, uh, will change your life. Um, picking a place. Uh, stillness and silence and solitude they all go together Uh, they're all good friends um slowing down um and and yeah you got to fight a little bit and 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 in a sense too the fight is one of of love um but you're just seeking to speak heart to heart so as those distractions come up just talk to jesus hey jesus there's another distraction what do you want to do about it um Mm -hmm. Or you know, my heart's, hey Jesus, I just got lost. Um, I was thinking about the the Eagles game, and, <laughs> and um, <laughs> you know, help, help me out. And he he will, um, and he he treats us and meets us with with love and compassion. Um, so so yeah, it is. It's it's an effort, and it's it's human, and it's it happens to the the greatest. Um, um, of those who are in the prayer life. If you read any of the saints, uh, this was part of their journey. So um, yeah, but it's worth it. And as you're saying, it's like uh, once, once we experience the the encounter that can be had with the living God in, in these times of silence and just heart to heart conversation with him, uh, we, we don't go back uh, and we thirst for it. Uh, And ultimately it's, it's, every everything that we do, we're ultimately seeking for God, right? Uh, yeah. so this is this is towards engaging it
0: uh, uh, yeah, yeah well, we're speaking with Sister Anya's days, our spiritual director today about embracing silence. If you have tips to give about how to how you embrace silence and the fruit that it is born in your own spiritual life or if you have questions about how you might move deeper or more deeply into silence, give us a call triple eight nine one four nine one four nine is our phone number here on the inner life. Um sister I I'm, I'm thinking about those, those times especially maybe near the outset of and you told these stories about people who you know they gave the 10 minutes a day and uh, and it just it just became such a a watershed moment for them when they started to encounter mm-hmm. the lord in new and more powerful ways but what should we what's what's reasonable to expect going into a short period of silence maybe for just starting <laughs> out because you know I'm I, I I hesitate to say that, yep, just give the Lord ten minutes a day, and on that first ten minutes, you will hear the voice of God. Now you might, <laughs> but you might not too. So what's reasonable to expect?
1: I think it's very reasonable to expect um initially a lot of noise and, okay and struggle and um just it's it is. it's kind of like um, i what do I want to I'm trying to find an analogy. It's like if you're running, if, if life is at a clip, it's, it's, you're going to have to expect, it's going to take time for you to slow down. It's almost like too like a bed a bedtime routine. You kind of have to like, okay, turn off the, the TV and read a book for 20 minutes. And, you know, there's a whole programs on like sleep hygiene and helping yourself to get into a, a mode to really rest. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same for the life of prayer. Um, so as you initially come to say, that's okay. I carved out 10 minutes. I sit down. Um, this is where, yes, it's going to be important. God help me. <laughs> yeah. God help me yeah. to slow down. Um, as the noise comes, as the distractions come, stick with it. Um, cause you, you're going to learn about your own self in this. You're going to learn about your own heart and your mind. Um, you're going to have to learn, yeah, to storage your thoughts, not to just, Chase them on a hamster wheel, right? Um, but these are these are things that we have to learn and cultivate. And I think um, I think serving for a long time in formation um, with postulants, it's like going from from a very busy culture to um, religious life. It's like it takes time. Uh, it really takes time, and and not to be afraid of that, because uh, what you're cultivating ultimately is is the, the greatest relationship of your life um, with the one whom you're going to spend eternity with. Please, God. Uh, so it's it's worth the effort, uh, and but yeah, it's it's you can expect it's it's going to be challenging, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Well, you mentioned running a couple of times in in your response, and that's what <laughs> popped into my mind initially. Is that I am I am yes. not a runner at all, but uh, <laughs> I have tried it a few times in my life. But you cannot go out for, you know, from couch potato to running a marathon, right? It, and it's going to feel yes. pretty painful for the first few times you give it, give it a chance. But it, it is, it reaps great fruit in your life. We're talking today about embracing silence with our spiritual director sister.
1: Amen. You
0: have- some tips of your own ways that you have cultivated silence in your life give us a call at 888 again eight 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 nine one four nine one four nine. our email address is innerlife at relevant we're going to take our next break too but we'll be back with more of the conversation on embracing silence right after this Thanks to our sponsor, the University of Dallas, the Catholic University for Independent Thinkers. UD's rigorous liberal arts education forms the mind and nourishes the soul to produce graduates who renew our culture. Find out more and access a free guide on choosing a college at relevantradio.com slash UDallas. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant.
3: Oh, come oh, come to Bethlehem.
0: You have found the inner life here on Relevant Radio. And my name is Patrick Conley. I am grateful to Nick Sentevich, our producer, and Miranda Siniseros taking your phone calls today for us. Thank you to both of them as we're talking about... Embracing silence, which, of course, uh, there is time for silence. There's also time for rejoicing with Advent carols of comfort and joy. You can get into the Christmas spirit that way, featuring the incredible talents of three young choirs taking the musical journey to Christmas. And you'll even get a brief history of carols with free daily videos. And you can get all of these beautiful, joyful carols every day of Advent. You can sign up at relevantradio.com carols. Again, relevantradio.com carols. Our spiritual director today is Sister Anu's Dave of the Sisters of Life, and we are talking about embracing silence. Let's go back to the phone, Sister. Shelly is calling in from Michigan. Shelly, welcome to The Inner Life.
2: Okay, so where I'm at right now, I'm turning 60 soon. I went through a bad divorce a couple of years ago, and I'm on my feet now, and I've got back to my what I've always done, which is fitness and running, and I'm teaching Zumba, which all that which makes me so happy and it helps other people i get paid and it makes me feel good so i know that's part of my will i think you know because it has all those aspects but Mm -hmm. when i'm trying to get with god it's almost like now i'm i'm you know how they say be careful what you pray for or whatever i'm not exactly sure what to pray for except only i guess to be led or shown to what my best will is because i i know what my talents are and i know what i'm you know what has made me feel good in the past um but at my age i'm not sure what sometimes what um if anything i'm supposed to be taking action on you know what i'm saying
1: mhm mhm you know it's it so it sounds like it's like um um kind of coming to know i don't know uh your heart and your desires and letting those unfold but it sounds like you have a great sense of um of your gifts and that uh, God bless you, it sounds like you've also persevered through some difficult times and um, and clung to the Lord uh, and, and know him and uh, know his blessing, uh, which praise be to God uh, for your courage in all of that. Um, but it sounds like, too, it's like to to ask for the Lord, for the Holy Spirit, to stir up the desires of your heart as far as knowing his will. Um, another beautiful prayer from the Psalms is, "Incline my heart, O Lord, according to Your will." But to really pray for that grace, um, and uh, it's amazing as we as we ask, because um, the Lord loves a conversation. He'll never impose; he will propose. Um, But as we, as we ask, Lord, stir up the deepest desires of my heart, because he'll be speaking in those, um, as we want to deepen our relationship with him, as we want to find the next step in life, um, and incline my heart, O Lord, according to your will. And that can be a dangerous prayer because he will, he will (laughs) answer. And, um, and, but that can also steer the ship as we're looking for the next step, um, a new direction, um, you know, the next grace that he wants to give us because we can rest assured that uh, he's ever offering uh, mm. a new and a next gift. Mm.
0: Yeah, great. I appreciate that advice there, Sister. And Shelly, thank you for the call. I appreciate you calling in and sharing that with us as well. And, you know, Sister Shelly mentioning Zumba and um, <laughs> just talking about just the whole idea of physical activity, which could be tied in with silence as well. You have a story yeah. I understand about Charles Dickens. Is that right?
1: I sure do, yes, and actually i would I have a personal story, and I have one about Charles Dickens because um yes, Charles Dickens I went through a an exhibit once in a museum on his life, and they said that he would walk about twelve to fifteen miles a day, yeah. so it, he would spend the whole part first part of the day just walking quietly through nature, um just receiving or kind of allowing uh, lifting his thoughts um and allowing them to be cultivated in, in grace and in light. And then he would come home and he would just write and his books would just pour out of him. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like, there is, um, something powerful. I think that can happen through physical activity and the quiet to be found there, the solitude to be found there. I know for me, um, that was my first place of prayer. Um, I was, a a, a distance runner um i i loved long runs long bike rides long swims and where i grew up in in maine in the natural beauty there and that's the first place i learned to pray and to really encounter god but it was in that context that shelter of quiet of silence of solitude of stillness um, and, but also that kinesthetic, uh, reality, which I think some of us are kinesthetic processors and, um, and that's a place that can be a powerful place of encounter. Uh, so yeah, yeah. 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 Zumba walks. Uh, I think it can all serve.
0: Yeah. Very good. I appreciate that. And ties in well with that whole idea of it being a training ground as well. So you're training your body physically and you're training your, your heart in silence, and we can all tie together. Wonderful. Uh, Let's go back to the phones. Ronnie has been waiting patiently in Brooklyn, New York. Good afternoon, Ronnie. Thanks for waiting.
3: Yes, thank you. Uh, What comes to mind, as I was listening to Sister Agnes Date speak and you, is that um, all of a sudden, I didn't know exactly what to say, but then St. Joseph came to mind. And as I contemplate St. Joseph, uh, there's not one word that he spoke in the whole scripture, but yet uh, when he went to sleep, when Mary, when he found out Mary was with child, he was very uh, annoyed about it and perplexed. And what mm-hmm. happened is, an angel of God spoke to him in a dream, and says, "Don't be afraid, Joseph. To take Mary for your wife, because what is born of her is of the Holy Spirit, conceived of her Holy Spirit, and you shall name his name Jesus, which is Emmanuel, God with us, the Savior. Jesus means Savior. And then throughout his life. God always spoke to him in his rest, in his dr- in his rest and, and in his dreams. And uh, uh, as a matter of fact, you know, he had to uh, take Mary to Bethlehem on a donkey. It wasn't easy for Blessed Virgin Mary. It wasn't easy for Joseph as a carpenter. It's very hard work. And then when he found out that Herod was going to kill all the infants, the dream told him to take your infant and your wife and, Go down to Egypt, which was a hard, an arduous trip. Yeah. And uh, then, when then mm-hmm. from Egypt, he was told that Herod is dead, then bring bring your wife and the baby Jesus back to uh, Israel, and Jerusalem. You know. And um, amen. That's that's my inspiration. Is yeah.
0: Ronnie, thank you, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that, sister. Yeah, what about uh, what about the the Saint Joseph particularly, Saint but Joseph. all the saints. Yeah.
1: Amen. Well, no, and Ronnie, thank you. You brought us into the heart of the mystery, actually. And Saint Joseph, God entrusted his greatest treasures to him his his the Blessed Mother and and the baby Jesus. And precisely, a man of silence, a man who listened, a man receptive to the word, uh, a man who could actually penetrate the deepest mysteries um, of love, of life, of faith, uh, because he was willing to humbly receive and welcome that word. Mm-hmm. So I love that too, as he's resting, as as he is resting, um, God comes to him. So also not grasping, but that posture of receptivity that Our Lady lived with such uh, a depth of perfection, but also St. Joseph Um, so yeah, I can only say thank you, Ronnie, for hitting a home run from Brooklyn. uh,
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Ronnie. Great idea about, uh, taking a, taking a Saint like Saint Joseph as our, as our model for silence and asking for his intercession as well, as we start to seek out more and more silence in our own lives. And you're right, Ronnie. I mean, arduous stuff that he did for the sake of our Lord. And it's in one ways that he could continue to hear from the Lord is that the Lord was so upfront with him well sister um, I think in our last few minutes here before we ask for a prayer from you as it I want to I want to talk a little bit about adoration and specifically finding our way either to an adoration chapel if the Blessed Sacrament is exposed if we're able to go there in, in Eucharistic adoration or just maybe a church that happens to be open where we can go and sit in mm-hmm. front of the tabernacle I mean there's a lot of merit in that as well right because it helps with the visual silence as well as the audio, audio silence
1: absolutely um and it is it's uh it will change your life it will change your life this is where we have christmas every day right mm-hmm. um that jesus comes um uh upon our altars through the holy sacrifice of the mass and then and then he abides he 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 remains um for us he waits for us uh in all the tabernacles throughout the world for us to come um and that is, that is a humble and profound invitation. Love waits for us. And I think we all have um, things that need to be touched by love, love himself. And so it is um, Eucharist, Eucharistic adoration. I mean, the radiance of the Father's love um, shining upon you. Uh, even yes, as, as Jesus might reside quietly in a tabernacle, just as powerful um, and privileges to take advantage of and to carve out a time each week. Um, it's maybe a challenge for the new year um, each week, um, whether it's 10 minutes, whether it's an hour, uh, whatever you can do, start somewhere and allow love to break into your life in a new way. And uh, I think in that in, in of itself, that practice will, will help to quiet your heart, will help you to listen to the Lord. Um, and, and hear the life-giving words that uh, each of us need um, on this pilgrimage home. Mm-hmm.
0: And it strikes me, too. I happen to, thankfully, for in terms of silence, live in a rural area, but especially in busy urban areas. Uh, it, mm-hmm. This may be precisely the place to go and seek out is, is in, a, again, an open Catholic church or in an adoration chapel somewhere.
1: Amen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well sister it's uh it's an amazing concept this whole idea of factoring silence into our lives um but yet what a what a great gift that it is in terms of cultivating our relationship with the Lord and re- and receiving the love as you put it earlier in the program I love it sister the outrageous love That God has for us and is seeking and waiting to share with us. And it's a great thing to contemplate, especially as we head into the celebration of Christmas, but also for the new year. And as you mentioned, maybe making some great resolutions in that way as well. Well, sister, thank you so much for being our spiritual director and our guide today on our discussion of silence. We've reached a point now, though, we would love a prayer from you if we may.
1: Amen. Thank you, Patrick. And let's pray in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you, we praise you, we love you. Uh, we ask in a special way that you send your Holy Spirit to prepare our hearts uh, for Christmas, uh, to give us the gift of interior silence, that we might hear your voice of love in the depths of our hearts, that we might know your lead of love in our lives, that your love might quiet all the storms, all the turmoil, all the troubles uh, that our hearts bear, that we We bring those to you, Lord, and uh, we ask that, uh, yes, you consume them uh, with the love of your Son, Jesus. Uh, Father, we, we praise you. We thank you ahead of time for your abundant gifts. And blessed mother, we just ask that you shelter us in your love.